Good morning to everybody. But Ezra Hashem, we're up to share number two eighty four. We're learning today. Lerufush Lem Yisrael David Ben Chaya Yanta Lerufush Lem Shmuel Aaron Ben Chaya Hudis. Okay, getting back to our malacha of Dush. So we spoke about last time, last share, in reference to cutting grapes. Of course, we know by now that squeezing a grape or an olive, tusem or imoinim, the same thing, the same halachas, by the way, would basically go for grapes or, and olives, but the reason why we say grape is because that's something that is more mustabra. People cut grapes, um, not so often olives, but the same, the same halachas would, would, um, would apply. Lamaisa, to cut a grape, the question is, we know by now, that, again, back, backtracking for a minute, that grapes and olives are also min hatera to squeeze out the liquids and so now the question is when one goes ahead and cuts a grape or an olive for that matter and the liquid comes out we discussed last year it's going to come out automatically it's almost impossible to cut a grape or an olive without especially a grape without having liquid um, the uh, juices coming out so that's what we know as what's called a psik ratio it happens automatically now we did uh, quote there are those who want to say if you have mamash a, a really extremely sharp knife, sharp enough, possibly maybe it, it would, it, you know, juices would not come out. But assuming the regular knife or trying to get a knife as sharp as possible brings down the sephalamitas malachas, one should talk get a knife as sharp as possible when cutting what we'll see the cases in a minute. In general, one should prof, one should refrain from cutting grapes and olive on, uh, olives on Shabbos. Um, the question is, is there a way that one would be allowed to cut um, grapes and olives on Shabbos need be, for example, for a little child or for one is making a salad. Um, so we did mention last year, B'Shem Rav Vishmul Fershlit in, in Chicago, also uh, B'Shem the Sefer Lamites Malachas, both bring down Lechat Chile, definitely one should not cut grapes and olives on Shabbos. Um, so is there a way that possibly one could, if need be, for a child or the like, like we said? So the, 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 the story is like this. A grape, in general, when one cuts a grape for eating purposes, of course, one is not, usually one does not cut a grape because they want the juices to come out. You squeeze a grape, you squeeze it with one's hands or whatever. Of course, with a clee, is not allowed. With one's hands, also not allowed. But to cut a grape, nobody cuts grapes and olives, in general, to have the juices come out. So... Now that the fact that the juices come out automatically is what we know in halacha called a psikresha. It comes out automatically. You can't, there's nothing you could do that, um, in other words, what once one cuts the grape or olive, automatically it comes out. But now we look at that step number one. Step number two, we look at, is it something that somebody needs or wants, or is it not something that somebody needs or wants? So in general, I first mentioned also um, that in general, one cuts a grape, they're not interested in having the liquids come out. Other either they Want, they want it to stay inside, and, and, and even if they do come out and they don't want the juices coming out, it just makes things messy. If I could cut, make things very messy, if I could just cut my grape or al- olive um, just like this and have nothing come out, that would be the best. I have to cut it in half because a child can't eat a whole grape. Sometimes it's dangerous, a small child, so I have to cut it in half or in quarters. So, of course, I do not want the juices to come out. I want them to eat the, you know, the, the grape with the juices and the whole story together. So now that comes out, it's happening automatically, juices coming out. The fact that it comes out, I do not need it, I do not want it, so it's what we know in Halacha Psikresha, the Loi Nichale, which brings it down automatically to a Derabonon. So now going with that concept, 
um, we we do have a concept in the Mishabura if one does a psikresha with two drabonons, um, it, it should be mutter in many instances, at least by the Eved. Again, it's not, it's very, it's a complicated um, issue, so it's not something that we tell everybody, you know, should just go ahead and use the concept, the klal of the Mishabura, psikresha with two drabonons, but where and when um, a paisik or somebody, you know, learning halacha, will describe that it could be done, only then it should be used, because it's not across the board. I found myself uh, quite a number of times where the Mishabura did not go with those klolim. In fact, I once asked my Rebbe, Rabbi Shlomo Pearl, he told me that it's Lamaisa goes for 85% of the time. Okay, but be it as it may, so so we have now Psikresh Le'nichle, which is Eidra and now there's another concept that's called Choylech Le'ibud. In other words, we're going to see when we talk a little bit more about the squeezing of natural materials where the liquids are going. Are they used, are the liquids being used or not? And the same thing by, by the fruits, basically. Where are the liquids going? Are they being used or not? So if I could show you that the liquids coming out of the fruit are basically, like for example, if I take a, a um, if I take an orange and one goes ahead and squeezes it over the sink and it just goes right down the drain or over a toilet bowl or something like that. It goes, it gets flushed down the toilet. The juices, I squeeze it out. Yeah, good, very good. But it's what we know in halacha they basically went to waste immediately. As soon as they came out of the orange, either down the drain, it got flushed down, or whatever the case is, that's what we know in Allah called So that's already, that's another derabana. In other words, if one does that to a cluster of grapes and they just squeeze the juices, I don't need the juices, I squeeze it right down the drain. It's mamish, it's nothing. It's called hoylechli, but that would be a, uh, still not allowed to be done. What is not allowed to take a, you know, cluster of grapes and start squeezing out the juices into the into the toilet bowl or down the sink or whatever, but that would still be, bring it down from, a, again, a deraisa to a derabanan. And really, so that's really one derabanan and really another derabanan. It's not really the way that one squeezes grapes. If one has to squeeze out a grape, usually, like we said in general, one does not go ahead and take a knife and cut it. That's not how one squeezes grapes. How one squeezes grapes, they're, they're, they're going to, you know, squash it down, or they might mash it down, or squeeze it with their fingers, or, or with a uh, utensil made for squeezing, or these type of things. That's how one squeezes grapes. But to go ahead and cut um, a grape is not the way that one squeezes grapes. So we're going to say that it's really, it's kalachiyad. It's not normal way also. So to make a long story short, again, we have basically psychiatric so with all that brings down the the um brings down the safer Lamentas Malachas, and he says that Lamaisa, we're going to see two cases. We want to see, number one, the case of cutting it for a child. Um, how to, What's the best way to go about doing it? Obviously, it could be very dangerous. We have to keep in mind giving a child a full grape, a younger child could be dangerous as far as swallowing and so on, um, especially a very small child. And also there's one sometimes wants to uh, cut a grape to put it into a fruit salad. They need half or a quarter or the like. So... Um, Again, preferably for an adult just by eating it, then they like it half. Uh, better not. One should not do it. But in those situations, are a little bit more of a pressing need, especially by a child. So brings on the Sefer Lamentas Malachas. On page 335, he says like this, if one wishes to cut grapes to feed a child, um, a small child, he should cut the grapes on a napkin. He's cutting it on a napkin. In other words, on a, one takes a plate, as opposed to a plate, but one takes a plate and uh, uh, place a napkin on the plate. And on that napkin, they're going to cut the grape um, as opposed to a plain plate because so oh, so now what's going to happen so that none of the juice will accumulate if one has a regular plate with no napkin as we know and one is going to cut the the grape so then the juices are going to accumulate onto the plate 
But if one has a napkin over there, bring down the sefer lamtes malachas, which is dava pashat amiyid, they will be absorbed. The juices will get immediately absorbed into the napkin, and of course, will render the juices useless unless one goes ahead and squeezes a napkin. That's not what we're even talking about right now. But basically, it's going straight out from the grape onto the napkin, becoming useless, being absorbed into the napkin, and that is what we know as hoyleich leibud, going to waste. And we can throw in, like we said, also the concept of kalachayad. It's being done in not the regular way. He brings down also Lamaisa does Sefalam Tesmachas. One should also not simply chop the grape um, in half, uh, not, not simply chop the grape in half. In other words, rather, the grape should be cut with a sawing knife in the sawing motion, actually, which is with a, in a sawing motion. You know, in other words, back and forth. Again, using a sharp knife as sharp as possible. Um, if somebody has the knife whereby it's not a psychration, it's not going to come out automatically, so that's even better. But using a sharp, the sharper the knife, the less chances that the juice will come out. He does it on, the person does it on the napkin, and it's not do, It's not a crushing, uh, not a chopping action, it's a sawing, a sawing motion back and forth, and thereby, um, with all that together, one would be allowed to, need be for the child or whatever the case is, cut it on a plate on a napkin. Now, the fact if one would not have a napkin, for example, one cuts a grape and the juices are coming out, um, it brings on Sefer Lam Tesmalachas also, that in Ara number 60, that if they put it straight into a cleat, they cut it onto a regular plate without a napkin, so it wouldn't help. Wouldn't help. Um, the fact that one wants to throw it out afterwards, good, the juices gather up and then I'll throw it out. That really doesn't really help. Number one, the juices are actually, um, obviously, like we, we've been talking about, the juices that flow out are also to use bichlal, and there are many poiskim who actually hold that they're muksa, that the juices that flow out of the grape, per se, um, on Shabbos is actually muksa bichlal. So it's running into many, many problems. So the best way to go about to do it is like we mentioned, um, we'll mention next year, Bez was Hashem, one other way in reference to the salad, but for ch- cutting it for a child or the purse or the like, very simply, Try and use a go real quickly to Chazarova as sharp knife as possible. That, in other words, that juices shataka not flow out. If they do flow out, um, one should pre- you know one should not preferably one is supposed to put a napkin to do it over a napkin on a plate or on the table or whatever like this. The juices go straight into a napkin, and the fact that the cutting action to do a sawing cutting action as opposed to um, chopping or pressing down action so that lim- eliminates a lot of the juices. Also, bichlal. And it's kalachiyad, like we said, bichlal, so that would be okay. So that's the best way to do it. Again, a sharp knife over a napkin on a plate. Hatzlochem, bracha. Thank you for listening, Kultuv.